0: in the kingdom of the Lord. Amen. 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 Witnessing. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Praying. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Reading His Word. Amen. Amen. Come and split time around the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. There's always something that you and I can do to, uh, for the okay. kingdom of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we're here for such a time as this. Yes. Amen. Amen. I know we live in troubled times and I know we live in darkness but you and I are here for such a time as this. Amen. 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 We have to see somebody else come to the saving grace and the knowledge of Jesus. Amen. 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 Don't forget the announcements that we're, uh, Brother Jacob gave early. we're going to have a good week this week, a busy week. Don't forget Levi Towers this afternoon. Come and be a part. Come and be a blessing. Amen. Amen to somebody who can't come out. <coughs> come and uh, uh, be, be a part of of sharing the gospel with somebody who who longs to hear the gospel of Jesus. Amen. 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 There are good folks there that just love the Lord. Amen. They love the Lord just like you and I. Amen. 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 It's good to see you in the house of the Lord. Turn with me for just a few minutes this morning over to the book of Philippians. We're going to look at some scripture here this morning for just a few minutes. It's very familiar Philippians chapter number four and verse number nineteen simply says, "But my God." Amen. Amen. My God, come on. Amen. I said, "My God." Amen. My God yes. shall supply. Yes. All your needs. Amen. Are a need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Look at that one more time. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Jesus, we love you. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful day, God, that you blessed us with. Lord, we come to the time now as we open your word, Lord. We pray that your word would, would speak to us today, Lord, that we would realize that that you are our God and that you supply every need that we have, Lord Jesus, according to your riches and glory. Lord, we thank you for each person that's here. Lord, we pray that you will be with us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. This Bible verse that has been read and preached and taught over the years multiple, multiple times. I want us to look at it for just a few minutes this morning. and. I don't really have a title other than My God Shall Supply. Amen. My God Shall my God. Supply. Amen. My God. What does the word my mean? I took just a few minutes this morning to look up some definitions. My means belonging to yeah. or possessive. Uh-huh. That lets me know as I read that very first verse of Philippians 4, the uh, uh, 19, that my God, my he is mine. He is yours. It is is possessive. Amen. If you don't have him today, you can have him today before you leave this place. If you don't have him to worship, if you don't have him living down inside of your soul, if you don't have him, that you can say he belongs to me. He's mine. His name is Jesus. He came in and he changed this old boy. He changed where yes, I was going. Right. I was to. He changed what I was. Changed me into what I am. Come he on. is my God. He's something that I can worship. Come He's something on. that I can hold on to. He's something that I can depend on. He's something that I can say belongs to me and he belongs to you. And if you don't have him, I'm here to tell you that you need him. There's nothing like having something that belongs to you. Yes, that's right. I used to know a man that went to the bank and bought a car and he went to the bank and paid his first payment. He said, Fifty nine, nine more payments and it belongs to me. Yeah.
1: There's something about
0: having the title in your hand. There's something about when you get that changed over from Bank OZK or Bank Arvest or wherever it is that you bank today. It's something about where you get the ownership changed over from the bank till it says your name on it because you know that it belongs to you nobody can come and take it away from you the bank can't repossess it because it belongs to you the reason that it belongs to you is that you were willing to spend some time uh with that car you were willing to spend some time putting gas into that vehicle and making sure that the oil was changed and making sure that you worked hard that when it came time to make the payment that you were on time to make that payment It belongs to you. There's nothing like having that in your hand. Because it's yours. And there's nothing like having Jesus. Amen. Yeah, amen. I said there's nothing like having my God. There's nothing like having that. But we have to learn that we have to spend some time with him. And we have to spend some time in his word. And we have to sacrifice some time and fast and pray and spend some time and put other things aside and say, God, you're my God. I want to spend some time with you. You belong to me, Lord. We look up the word God. I looked that up today. It says, creator. Yes. And ruler of the universe. Amen. So when you read that, you say, my God my creator come on. Right. my ruler of the universe it takes on a different meaning it takes on a different feeling it has a different awe about it when you say my God my creator my the one that I worship the one that rules this universe that he belongs to me and I belong to him Amen. my God shall come on the word shall simply means strong intention. Come on. Yeah. Amen. My God intends to. Come on. Yes, Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It doesn't say that my God's going to hold back. It Come doesn't on. say that my God's going to keep everything for himself. It doesn't say yeah. that my God's going to bless this person over here and not you. It doesn't Amen. say that this person, God's going to bless this. It says, my God shall, my God intends to my God will, my God is concerned about you, my God loves you, our God is from he is the creator of this universe. And if he's spoken into existence, church, he loves you and I so much that he shall, he intends to If you intend to do something, that means you're going to do it. Come on, I intend to do this, sir. I intend to do that. God says, I shall, what? Yes. Supply. Yes. Supply. My God shall provide. My God shall supply. My God shall give to you everything that you're in need of Everything that you have—not not necessarily everything that you have want of, but everything that you shall have need of—he shall provide the clothing that's upon your back. He shall supply the food that you sit down to eat. He shall supply the, the 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 roof above your head. He shall supply you a place to lay your head at night. And if you don't have a place to lay your head at night, my God still supplies your needs. That's right. How do you say that? God loves you so much. Yes. God loves you so much that He intends for you and I to have the very best. But when we don't have the very best, He's still supplying according to His riches. And glory He's supplying your me. There's never been a time where you and I haven't had everything that we needed. That's right. Amen. We walked in here today and we had the lights. That's right. We walked in here today and we had Eat. We walked in here today and we had padded pews. We walked in here today and we had carpet to walk on. on. We walked in here today and we had running water. We had all of these things. God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. That's right. My God. Your God. Your Creator. Come on. Yes. Your provider, Hallelujah. your supplier, yes. your ruler, your creator of this universe, yes. mine and mine and yours. He belongs to it. He is ours today, yes. church. Yes. How, how, yes. How, how much longer yes. yes. is it going to take this word and realize that God is there for them? Yes. My God shall supply. Yes. Look at the word need. Need is something that is essential. Yes? Exactly. Amen. Or very important. Come on. It's essential that we have something that we can call our own. It's essential that we have a God that supplies your need. Amen. Come on. That means that you're never going to need anything that God can't provide for. That's right. right. That means that you're not ever going to go through a sickness in your body that God can't provide for. That's right, man. That doesn't. That means that you're not ever going to go through a dark time in your life that my God, your God, can't provide a need for. Amen. Going through a dark time, a, a, a bad time in your life. Your God is right there. My God is right there beside you, supplying your need according to his riches yeah. and glory. That means that he owns that cattle on a thousand hills. That means that my God can provide for your need. He can bring you to the dark time. He can bring you to the down time. He can bring you to the valley. He can Come bring on. you across the Exodus chapter number 15 Exodus chapter number 15 and verse number 22 says so Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea and they went out into the wilderness of Shur and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Yes. It's a long time. Said well, Bert, Steve, that's just three days. You can make it three days without food. <laughs> but it's real hard to make it for three days with no water. That's right. It says that they came out of the Red Sea, they went out into the wilderness of sure and they were there, and they, they were there for three days. And there was no water in sight for them. There was nothing that they could see. They were going through a dark time. They were going through a downtown. And they probably were getting to a point where they realized if God really loved them, if God really cared for them, if God was who he says he would, he would have provided for them. But God was getting ready to take the children of Israel to a, a place where they could understand just a little bit more about who he is and what he had in store for them. And a lot of times, church, when we're going through things in life, God's just trying to take us in a different direction, that when we get to the different area that He's wanted us to be, we will realize what God has in store for us and that He had our best, He had the best in, in, in mind for us all along if we could just realize it. And yes. the children of Israel where they were in the wilderness, the Bible says, of sure. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. I have never in my life drank bitter water. i drank stale water that didn't taste very good. I guess if you want to call that bitter, I think it's bitter something that's sour. Some of you may have drank some sulfur water, that water that just doesn't taste good. But but I can't imagine being in a place where the water was was bitter and it just wasn't good to drink, and it just didn't taste good. And it, there's something about it just wasn't just wasn't right. And, and here, here they were. They were in the place of Mara. And it was called Mara because the water was bitter. And, and it says they were complaining. The people murmured against Moses saying, What shall we It's One of the first things that happens when we go through things in our life is we, swore, we, we have learned to complain. Uh-huh. And we've complained and we've complained and we've complained. And they looked at Moses and said, Lord, Moses, this water is so bitter and complaining. I can just imagine all the murmurings that were going on and what's the first thing that Moses said? And he cried unto the Lord and the Lord showed him a tree. Does he... Cried out to the Lord, he said, "Lord, I, all these people that I've, I've brought out, Lord, that, that you've uh, brought out the, the 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 bondage, you brought us through the Red Sea, Lord. They're all complaining. All the, all they want is uh, they're just wanting a drink of water, Lord. They're just wanting something that will that will quench their thirst, Lord. They're they're just wanting a, a simple drink of water." It says, "What the Lord showed him a, showed him a tree." And he told him to take that water, that tree, and cast it into the waters of Mormon. Water. Come on. Amen. Come on. The Bible says in those next that next little uh, next little bit of that verse that it turned the water sweet. That's right. Amen. So they could learn to drink and that water was good for them. Come on. Now if you think about it, can you imagine taking a tree and cutting it down and casting it into the water? And it caused the water to turn from bitter to sweet. In other words, it turned it from bad to good, from from, from bad to good. Yeah. Yeah. From worse to better. Yeah. But it all had to do with listening to what God had told him to do. Amen. God told him to take that, that tree and to hew it down and to cast it into the water, and it turned the waters of Marah into something that was sweet, and something that they could drink and something that was satisfying to them. Church, when we realize that God provides for us, it turns a bitter situation into a sweet situation. It turns something that we think that we can Into a place called Elam. And in verse 26, it said, If I will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. <laughs> what we reading, Philippians? <laughs> My God. Yeah. Here it says, Thy God belongs to you. Come on. And we'll do that which is right in his sight. And will give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Church, when we we'll realize that God provides according to his riches and glory, we're not going to have. Some of the things the world faces We're not going to have to go through the things That the world's going through We may face some dark times and bad times as But I want you to understand that God is on our side And he will see us through And he will bring us through side on side And you and I will have Great job Because his word says I shall Come on. Supply Amen. All you need Amen Goes on to say in the next few couple of verses that he brought them into a place called Elam, where there were twelve springs. Hallelujah. He just didn't provide them a little water church. He brought them through to a full victory. He brought them through to a great big victory. He brought them through to a place where they didn't have one well, but they had twelve wells of living water springing up from just like an oasis. I can just imagine palm trees growing. I can just imagine all the sand there and all that fresh clear water. That pure water that was that was satisfying to their soul. I can just imagine them just coming around the oasis in Come the on. middle of the desert. Amen. Amen. Come on. Church whenever he took himself upon the cross. and I, that we could have water, that living water, where we would never thirst again. Ooh, yeah. Just like he told Moses to put that tree down and throw it into the bitter waters. He was on the cross for you and I. We celebrated that just this last week. And when he did that, he said, church, I'm going to give you springs of living water that's going to flow up in you, that's going to flow out of you. I want you to understand when God provides, he probably provides the very best for you and I. He doesn't hold anything back. He takes care of your need and my need, and I don't know what your need may be today. Amen. But God does. That's right. I don't know what your need is, but I know a Jesus that does know what your need is. And what He does for me, He'll do for you. He doesn't make any. What He does for you, He'll do for me. And if He supplies your needs, He'll supply mine. Come on. You may come into this place today at a a, a spot in your life where you say, "God, I need to hear from you." Amen. Come on. You ever been to a point in your life where you just want to hear from God? Yes. Yes. God, I just want to hear from you today. Lord, I'm not coming to you with any great big need. I know that we all have bills. I Understand that. We all have things that we're going to do tomorrow, and there are situations that we're going to face in the next day and the next day. But for just a few minutes, Lord, today, I have need to hear from you. Amen. Come on. Lord, I desire to hear a little bit more from you. Lord, I desire to be a little bit closer to you. Lord, I desire to have, have just a little bit more of you in my life. Amen. Lord, church, there's never a time when we get to a point where we can have too much of Jesus. That's right. Come Amen. on. Amen. Come on. Lord, I need you today like I've never needed you before. Lord, the church is in need of you. If we've ever come to a point in our society where the church needs Jesus, it needs it today. It needs him today. Our marriages, moms and dads, need Jesus more today now than they ever have. Schools, even our Christian schools, come have come to a point where we need just a little bit more of Jesus on, like amen. we've never needed him before. Yes. Grandpas and grandmas need Jesus yes. just a little bit more. Yes. Come on. Our government needs Jesus yes. a whole lot more. Yes. All amen. of those thoughts aside, I need. Yes, I need. I want him. His promise says that he shall supply all of my needs. So if I come down to these altars today and I just pour out my heart to him and say, Lord, I need just a little bit more of you, Lord. God, I need to hear from you again. It's nice to hear from my kids. I want to hear from them more than once a week. I want to hear from my kids multiple times a day. Come on. Amen. That's the parent of me. That's it. Do you think Jesus just wants to hear from you once a week? Or once a month? He wants to hear from you day after day. After day. And he wants you to cry out to him, Lord, I need you. Lord, I want you. Lord, I desire you. Lord, I need you now more than I did when I got up. Lord, I'm going to need you more this afternoon than I do right now. God, I'm going to need you when I lay my head down a lot more than I did today. God, if you carry, carry on, I'm going to need you more tomorrow than I did today. God, I need you more right now. Lord, I desire that. Lord, I want that. I, I, that longing that burning down inside of my soul. Amen. And just like he did Moses. And he took them to a place called Elam. Come on. A lot of times we think when we're going through things that we'll never see the other side. Amen. But I want you to understand that your biggest blessing, your greatest blessing is just on the other side of the trial. Amen. Amen. Your greatest victory is just on the other side of the battle. Your greatest time in Jesus is when you realize he did. if if I could just make it through. And that, that, that's one of the hardest things as a human, as a Christian, to push through. Lord, I'm going to push through just a little bit more. Lord, I'm going to hold on to you just a little bit more. Lord, I'm going to dig a little deeper in your Word. Lord, I'm going to fast just a little bit more. God, i want to pray just a little bit longer. Even if it's just another minute or two, Lord, I just want to spend that time with you. Lord, if it's just another scripture or two, I want to spend that much more time with you. Lord, if you're going to supply my need according to your riches and glory. I just want to be with you, Lord. Amen. I just want to get a little closer to you, Lord. That makes me greedy. No, it just makes me realize that I can't do anything without him. Amen. And if the world says we're greedy, that's okay. I just want to be a little closer to him. Amen. I just want to spend a little more time with him. Amen. Because he says that I will supply my God. He belongs to you and He belongs to you and He belongs to you. My God, shall He intends to provide for your need according to His riches and glory and everything that He has is yours and every blessing that He has belongs to you. And I just want you to understand for just a few minutes this morning as we stand in this place that God loves you so much that He is willing to provide for your need today. Amen. Amen. But it requires something of you. Yes, it does. We have to come to a point where we can say, admit that I need Him. Yes. Your need may be this or whatever in this place today. It may be you say, I want to be just a little bit closer to you today to this altar and join me. You may be to a point where you say, Lord, I need salvation. Come down to these altars and join me this morning.